0: Inside this episode, we get all of the insight from a mother of twins, both who took a gap year, and we learn from Mary about how they made the decision, what they did on their gap year, and how they got the support that they needed in order to make sure that these young men got all of the things that they could out of their gap year. Take a listen. Real people sharing their stories, ideas, and experts diving deep into how you can make the right decisions in order to have a meaningful gap year. This is the place to be no matter where you are on your gap year journey. I'm Michelle Dittmer, your resident gap year expert. Let's jump right in. there and welcome to the gap year podcast today I'm speaking with Mary Boynton mother of twins who are are both taking gap years this year so Mary thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today hi Michelle thanks for having me wonderful so maybe you can set the stage for us and share a little bit uh, about your boys and about your family and and what your journey started out looking like so my boys now are 18 hard to believe in the blink of an
1: eye Um, they went to separate schools. So one was in the public and one was in the Catholic. And really, um, I'm pointing that out um, only to say that they are very, very different, very different in personality, very different in how they view school In how they view um, their hobbies. So um, when we first considered a gap year, we knew that they were not gonna be traveling together. It's not to say that they don't get along, they do. They're just so, so different. So we knew we had to craft very different journeys for them.
0: I love that you recognize how different your your kids are, and I think every parent, especially parents of teenagers, can recognize that uh, the second is not like the first, and the first is not like the third, and everybody's on their own journey, and And to be a, a good parent for your kids is tuning into those differences. Yeah, oh, I couldn't, couldn't agree more. Yeah, so I think, I think that's great. Uh, and I'm really curious, uh, what first put the idea that maybe heading straight into post-secondary wasn't the right choice for your boys? So again, the
1: boys being so different, there, there was different cues that we, that we picked up on. Uh, for one of them, high school wasn't um, you know, the blossoming uh, experience that it can be for some kids. And there were some struggles and um, we also knew emotionally that he just wasn't ready. While the other one excelled academically at school, there were uh, some other challenges that um, triggered us to say, okay, again, we don't think that he's emotionally um, mature enough, potentially, to go to, onto secondary education and be away from home for, for that period of time. So... Um, we had heard about a gap year fair at uh, one of my boys high schools uh, and um, immediately were curious. My husband in fact himself took a gap year before he went on to university Um, and looking back at my experiences in first year university I struggled too. I I had a hard time finding out uh, or navigating what I wanted to do, where my place was, even understanding the uh, maturity that was required for time management. And that's kind of a hidden way of saying I may have been enjoyed the social element a little bit too much of my first year university. So um, our own experiences helped us to um, uh, provide our boys with another opportunity, another choice to going away to, to university. And we could see the stress that it was causing in both of them in terms of you know having to decide what you want to do and keeping your marks up and the stigma of what the you know quote unquote cool universities were um, and there were some of their peers that knew exactly what they wanted to do which was great and and, and god bless them um, but there's also a lot of kids that don't know what they want to do and so when they see these kids that are just charging through their journey with confidence I think it really magnifies the fact that these kids don't know what they wanna do and, and can make them feel kind of less confident and less assured of themselves. So um, all that to say, we we knew that it had, as I said, it had to be a different experience for both of them. So we went to this gap year fair um, with a very open mind, even encouraged one of our boys to come with us, which he did, which we were surprised at and even more surprised at um, his reaction after the fair. So, you know, we we reminded him to go in with an absolute open mind that we weren't committing to anything. And he was the one afterwards during the circulation with the vendors um, after the formal presentation, we couldn't pry him away. Like he wanted to see every single vendor, his eyes were open, his heart was open, his spirit was flying with the, opportunities that were presented to him and he you could just see this uh new passion being ignited in him and and see the stress uh be relieved to say to himself wow I could do this instead of going to university um not that he didn't want to go to university he just it was a very fearful fearful um, journey for him
0: I think there's so many things that you just said that resonate with me and probably resonate with a lot of the listeners. Uh, A lot around that, That stress that comes with making the decision to go to post secondary and one of the nice things that you did for your boys is give them permission to think about slowing down and giving them that space because in so many instances they are seeing their peers who seemingly know what they want to do and are charging ahead like you said but uh, that's not necessarily everybody's path and by, by pausing and giving them an opportunity to think about other things, you, you saw that stress lift, you saw a shift in, um, in in the way that they were going to approach their next step. And by giving them that space, that is such a wonderful gift that you were able to give them and to, to stand behind them in doing something different than their peers.
1: Yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate that. It wasn't easy because it wasn't, as you know, wasn't a commonly known Uh, notion to take a gap year but we knew our boys and we knew that they needed this just to step back and to breathe and I wanted them to uh, enjoy their last year of high school. High school can be you know a pressure cooker from an academic and from a social perspective for many kids and hard to navigate through so I really wanted to release that stress of Keeping your marks up and doing the application process and deciding where you want to go and what you wanted to do so that they could just enjoy um, their last year of high school. Now, that's not to say we didn't have them still go through the um, process of applying to universities because I wanted them to be familiar with that process, which made applying this year that much easier. They're familiar with the software and how to navigate and the different programs that were being offered. And so it made it more of an exciting journey for them to explore. They had the time then to explore those opportunities and visit the campuses without those um, deadlines looming over their heads with the added pressure of keeping their marks up um, and and trying to, you know, enjoy social life as well.
0: I think that so many students are really under a lot of pressure to make those decisions. They're being asked to submit their university applications almost the same week as their semester one exams are happening. They, um, they, they have an intense year of, of study happening, and they have these all these added pieces where they're being asked to make what, in, in their mind, is a life-changing decision and a very... Um a, a decision that's going to shape the rest of their life and and not to undermine that decision, but there is so many opportunities to slow down to make a better decision when yeah. you can give a little bit more time and space like you did for your boys mm-hmm. no, I agree and i and I would just add that it it could be a costly
1: decision too, right, if they decide not to uh pursue what they felt like they were pressured into into um, applying for. And you know, your, your stat in, the, in the, uh, the stat that you threw out in the formal presentation at that, um, that gap year fair that we attended to, it all just stuck with us. I don't know the exact number, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was 47% of kids in first year that either quit or change programs, is that correct?
0: Yeah, I don't remember the exact stat and and they're changing all the time, but it is significant. There are so many people that set out on a path that they think is right for them when they're in grade 12 and uh, only to realize that maybe they've chosen the wrong institution or the wrong program or they weren't emotionally emotionally ready or mature enough to step into that program uh, at the age that they were yeah exactly so that
1: that stat really resonated with us and kind of stung us a little bit and um uh gave us really the the i don't want to say permission but maybe the the, you know the statistical uh validation that we needed um to know that we were i mean we knew we were doing the right thing for our kids but just you know in relation to the to the general uh canadian um university first-year university students as well to be
0: able to uh, as I say to validate that 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 helped us And I can give the other side of that story too, because I work with families that are coming out of high school, but I also have a significant number of families that come to me either after first semester or sometime in that first year where they have made a a misstep and they do uh, end up withdrawing from their program in their first year. And it's really interesting working with these students because the ones that are coming directly out of high school and are coming... Proactively into a gap year versus those who have withdrawn, uh, there is a significant different difference because those who withdraw. Come to me, and they feel like they have failed at something. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. Which is which is a really tough place to be. So they spend their gap year building themselves back up, building up their confidence, rather than um, pushing themselves forward and developing the independence and the confidence. They spend a lot of their time rebuilding. Um, so I think it's it's great that you were able to recognize some of those things in the boys uh, to, and, and give them that space now, so that they're going to be set up for success in their next stage. Right. Right, exactly, and we were at. We've been
1: amazed at the reaction of either their from their their own peers that we've talked to, and they've talked to, and from other parents with kids uh, still in high school or kids that, <clears throat> excuse me, that are in the university system now. That you know, I would say ninety nine point nine percent of the people that we've talked to have all said, "Gosh, you know, I wish my kid had done a gap year," or the kid themselves saying. I, I really wish I could have done a gap year and you guys are so lucky that you guys get to do this. And there's a, there's lots of admiration. And um, I, I think that people just don't think of it as an option. So I'm so glad that, you know, you're creating this awareness and and the opportunity for this
0: option for kids. Yeah. And I think that speaks to a couple things that, that I hear quite often. Uh, I, I hear like hindsight is twenty twenty because people can look back at what they should have done really clearly. I get a lot of that. I wish I had done that. But what it takes to take a gap year is takes a, a certain degree of boldness because you are doing something that isn't quite mainstream, right. that that takes a little bit more research. It does take a fundamental level of, I don't want to say confidence because it's it's, It's a little bit different than confidence, but I call it boldness, to be able to step into a pathway that you know is right for you, or you think might be right for you, that's different than your peers. And I think that those people that are speaking out saying, I wish I had that, are really, really living through that, I wish I had had the confidence I wish Mm -hmm. I had been bold enough to do something different now that I know what I know now. Um, And and so I want to encourage parents to to think about that, that they are going to be bucking the social trends. And that's a challenging piece for, for parents to have those conversations with their peers, but also for their student or their kid who is going to have to stand up and say that they're doing something different and and be constantly explaining what they're doing. And and ahead of time, that can be really challenging. But I bet the conversations that your boys have with their peers now who have moved on to university, I bet there's probably a little bit of jealousy creeping in around uh, your especially now just
1: coming off exams and they're just at the peak of their stress levels. They're just like, oh God, I wish I'd done a gap year.
0: Yeah and 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 I think too that your boys are getting a chance to recharge their batteries too and they will they will be able to tackle that stress with a a fully charged battery and ready to go into university instead of having a two month recovery they've had the opportunity to to get a different perspective and to be refreshed for their for their
1: next studies 100% and that's exactly we were just talking about that as a family the other night that You know, these guys have really jumped right in to take in everything that a gap year could possibly provide for them. They're getting some relaxation. They're uh, making some money. They both have part-time jobs right now. They're having the opportunity to visit their friends in campuses. um, You know, checking out a campus that they never, you know, particularly would have uh, this time last year. Um, so opening new opportunities, new doors, also the benefit of hearing their friends talk about programs that they, you know, maybe they didn't even research or know about, um, or, you know, the good and the bad about these programs or introducing them to new programs. Their, are um, you know, part of their gap year travel is going to include education. It's going to include, you know, causal, some, some feeling of giving back um so they really are getting the 360
0: of what i believe a kid could get from from a gap year i love that um so, so there's so many things that you must be seeing in your boys about how they are maturing and growing and learning and developing some of those emotional competencies that you saw might have been lacking at the beginning. So I'm wondering if you could speak to what type of growth you've seen in, in, your, in your boys over the course of the first half of their gap year.
1: Well, first of all, I see a growth in confidence. Um, and self-assurance. And I think you, know, you gave some great advice about when kids um, in grade 12 are talking about where they're applying to university or at the time you know, being accepted and when they're going and where they're going and all of that kind of um, you know, water cooler talk that takes up a lot of their conversation around that time of their year you were very clear to say, make sure that these guys have a story to tell of their own. So there was a little bit of pressure to kind of get a bit of a blueprint a 360, uh, you know, 306 or 30,000 foot blueprint so that they were able to pipe into those conversations and say, well, you know, I'll be in Costa Rica when you guys are in a uh, lecture hall with 3,000 people. So um, or 3,000 people is obviously an exaggeration, but Um, so that was important and, and great advice. So I see the self-assurance, I see the confidence, um, work has had a lot to do with that too, in terms of I'm seeing some, some better responsibility, better time management. Um, there's still an element of where I kind of close my eyes and, and, uh, buckle my hands into a fist and, and go into a little bit of silent prayer in terms of how are they going to be when they're 100% on their own, Um, because, of course, living at home has some luxuries of mommy still doing some stuff for them, which, of course, I'm not proud about, but we all do. (laughs) Um, But we're seeing it. We're seeing, you know, slowly we're seeing the, um, um, the, the independence, which, I mean, is going to be skyrocketed in terms of their learning curve once they're out on their own and, and doing these gap year adventures.
0: I think that's amazing. Like who doesn't want their kid to be more confident, to have better time management, to be more responsible and, and to develop that independence. Like those are what we set out when we have children. Those are the things we want them to be able to do when they are are leaving the nest. And uh, yeah. I think that, that sometimes in that high school environment, they aren't given the opportunity to develop those skills in the same way mm-hmm. that they are when they have a little bit more freedom. So moving from a very controlled system where they're given a list of 12 courses that they can choose from, and that's about the extent of the freedom um, that they have at going into an open world uh, of a gap year where, where the freedom is really up to them to, to choose their own adventure and to choose how they're going to spend their time and what skills they're going to develop over the course mm-hmm. of that year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love, I love all of that. Um, I think it's really great. And I wanted to, to go back to that comment that you made around how important it is to have a story to tell. I think that we sometimes maybe don't actually give as much credibility to the peer influence and and to how important peers are for, for young people. And there are two times that are really difficult for students who choose to take a gap year. And the first time is when everybody is starting to disclose what their final decision is around their 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 pathway for post secondary so everybody is sharing where they got in and what programs they've chosen to accept and like you said, having something that you can hang your hat on as a, as somebody taking a gap year is really important so that you can be part of that conversation.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: And so having some sort of plan and your plan will change a hundred times. So it doesn't need to be concrete and finalized, but at least you can join in and you can be excited about your year because there's lots that's scary about a gap year, but you want to have something that's exciting about that gap year something to look
1: forward to. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I think that's really important. And and that's why when we do hold our in-person fairs, we do a big push in April. And the second time that's really difficult for students is um, when everybody is moving out in September, mm-hmm. uh, th- that first week there, and, and you look through, you scroll through your Instagram feed and your TikTok, and you see everybody having their frosh week experience, making new people, moving out, and uh, having something exciting in your life at that stage as well is really helpful so you don't have that FOMO, uh, the fear of missing out on that experience that you are actually on a really progressive path because hindsight, they'll be able to say it was a great year, but in those moments, it can be challenging.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yep. So I love it. Um, I think that's, that's so incredible. Um, I'd love to know how your peers reacted. I know we talked a little bit about how the, how your boy's friends were and, and some of their parents, um, but what was that like to, to tell this story or tell this journey as a parent? Yeah,
1: we, I mean, we, we got amazing feedback. Of course, there were some parents that's, that would say, oh, my little Johnny or Billy Bob, you know, he's wanted to be an XYZ since he was X age which is great like that must be a a terrific sense of relief for for parents um but regardless of that all of them recognized that kids are super stressed in high school and um you know we we lament about where's take us back to grade 13. um so they all recognize that there's a lot of you know heightened competition and stress around where to go to university and what program to, to take and ultimately what you want to do for the rest of your life. Like, that's just so looming and dooming. And uh, so they all recognize that, that kids struggle with that. Um, and they, all of them said, you know, good for you guys. And uh, some of them would even said, I wish I did it myself as a kid, even after grade 13 <laughs> in Ontario. Um, and most of them have said, you know, I hope my kid does that, or I wished my kid had done that or, but there was all this to say there was not one negative or any kind of pushback from anyone that we heard anyway, maybe
0: they were talking behind our backs. I don't know, but I don't think so. Highly doubtful, highly doubtful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, th- I think that is, is just brilliant to hear because sometimes parents are scared of, of telling that story, um, when they, when they're standing around their own water cooler at work or, or wherever they happen to be, because sometimes people think like a gap year is for somebody who didn't get in anywhere or, right, right. um, uh, What's wrong with your kid if they're not taking if they're not going right on? And um, so I'm really glad to hear. And and I've noticed actually a significant shift in the last five years. Um, I've been working with gap students for over a decade now, and uh, there's been a huge shift in the awareness about what is possible on a gap year. So I'm glad that you had that that very positive experience as well.
1: Now I would say there was you know quite a few people that asked. Oh, what, what is that? Is that, are they going back to school? Are they doing grade 13 or what they call a lap year? So there was some confusion, but you know, five minute conversation about uh, and and enlightening them about what the gap year meant for us and our boys was all it took for, for people to be aligned and, and on board.
0: I love it. Yeah, I, th- I think there's, there's a lack of awareness of this. Sure. Um, and I think for parents, it's important that they take on some of the responsibility. When we look at the stats around guidance counselors and, and what they're spending their time doing, uh, advising on post-secondary pathways takes up such a small fraction of the work that they do. Um, and they do their best to make as much space for that as possible within their role, but they, they do have so much else on their plate. And I think sometimes parents don't realize what an active role they should be playing in this process. And that's informing themselves on what the options are, including the gap year pathway. Um, so I'm glad that you guys had the life experience to be able to, to recognize that and see it as an option for your boys. hmm I love it. So if you were to uh, be speaking to a group of parents that was on the fence about it, what advice would you give them uh, as a parent who has gone through this process now?
1: Well, I would certainly say for them to reach out to the many resources that you and um, Gap Year Canada organization um, provides. I mean, that was instrumental in in helping us, we, you know, we had that thirty thousand foot idea of what a gap year would look like, but instrumental to have the tools um, to be able to zero that down to what exactly that looked like, and um, you know, manage a budget around that and a calendar timeframe, et etc. So, I would cert and I and I have done done so is um, you know, sent your contact to to many people that are serious about investigating it more because I think the resources that you guys provide are invaluable. Um, what else would I'd say to people? I would say that every kid is different and um, and meaning whether a gap year would be Um, valuable to them or not and then further if they decide a gap year is valuable what that gap year looks like and every kid is different so every gap year is going to be different and every experience is going to be different and that's what we're living in our household right now two kids taking a gap year and two very very different experiences
0: I love that. And thank you for uh, for sharing how how supportive our resources have been for your family. Uh, that That is our, our fundamental mandate, is being able to provide people with the tools to make decisions that will lead to really, really meaningful gap years. So deciding whether it is the right step for you. And then if it is the right step for you, how do you make, how do you plan a year that is going to help you achieve the goals that you set for yourself? And I don't don't think there are any other resources that are all housed in one spot the way that we do no. No. Uh- so, so I, I appreciate that. And it has been such a pleasure to support your family on this journey and to, to speak with the boys from our first conversation through to working together through a, a full-day workshop and seeing their ideas come to fruition. And, and not just their ideas, but also the reality of, of what it takes to plan a gap year and what, it, what their, their end product is going to look like. Um, so even in our interactions, it's been great to see them, them grow and learn and develop some new skills in the process
1: well that one-to-one meeting that you had with the boys I mean you know at first you know you can imagine they're like okay I have to go meet with this lady who's like a teacher and talk with her for an hour and a half and like it was they didn't really understand what it was they were going to get out of it well as you know the time slot for both of them went over the allotted time slot I was waiting for them in the car and both of them came to the car you know smiles from ear to ear and like, wow, she really gets me and I can't believe all the cool programs she knows. So that
0: one-on-one meeting was really the, the diving board for them. Oh, I love it. And, and I'm smiling ear to ear because every single one of those conversations that I have always ends up in that same inspired, motivated, excited feeling. And there's, there's nothing better that, that I can leave with people is, uh, is having some hope for their year and, and being motivated and excited for what that, that gap year can potentially look like. But kudos to you for being able to draw
1: that out of a, you know, 16, 17-year-old boy who, you know, notably they don't really offer up much conversation. (laughs)
0: So good for you for being
1: able to pry that out of them.
0: Oh, teenagers are my jam. I love them. Excellent. Yeah wonderful well thank you so much for sharing your story with us today I think there's so much that other parents are going to be able to take away from this conversation and students as well in in ways that they can approach their parents uh, and and different perspectives that they might have on their gap year from from this conversation excellent well I'm, I'm happy to uh Have provided any
1: kind of insights and always available to chat with any parents if they have any questions I guess I would just say one last thing um, is you know we did give some structure to our boys in terms of um, well your your suggestion of providing a budget but we also made it very clear with them and put some guardrails up to say you know this isn't going to be a year where you just work and make money not to say that's not important um, and it's uh, your, your air quotes, travel is not going to be sitting on a beach doing nothing and finding yourself. And both of them were very aligned to those guardrails and they didn't want it to be just, um, just that. I mean, it, there will be some relaxation, but they both of them uh, took the bull by the horns and decided I want to do something that's out of my comfort zone or I want to do something to make myself or the world better. And I was just so proud of them for both of them coming up with that independently and, and because I think that's what's going to allow them to get more uh, and benefit more from, from these gap year experiences.
0: And I think that's a fear for a lot of parents. They they have this idea that their kid is just going to sit on the couch for the entire year and they're not going to be motivated. And that has not been my experience. Even if they decide that they want to do that for two weeks, by the end of those two weeks, they realize that they want a lot more out of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, And and I think that it's important that that you provide some guidelines and some parameters for the year Um, because without that, it can be very overwhelming to try and figure out what it is. So having family conversations is really important and and discussing expectations Mm -hmm. so that everybody's on the same page Um, and we have a a gap year planning course and a bunch of gap year resources for families to have those conversations Uh, and and what should you be talking about as a family and how how are things different after you graduate high school how are you navigating the world of a young adult as a child um, as your child um, instead of having uh, a kid at home, you now have a young adult at home, and that shifts things mm-hmm. and I think it's important to have those conversations and and we do have some tools that I'll link to in the show show notes that that help parents and help families have those conversations and set some expectations for the year and the key word there is conversations you know it's not us downloading
1: our expectations on them. this whole journey uh has really been a two way three way four way um ongoing discussion that's evolved and sprouted off into tangents and uh been grounded and finally here we are um in the plan and in execution mode we uh liam leaves for his first trip in just under a week now oh you must be so excited very very excited yeah excited for them like i can just i can hardly wait i don't want to fast forward through this but i can hardly wait when we're all together again and they've gone through all the experiences and we're sharing um, what that meant to them and what it um, meant to us too.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think it's a beautiful way to enhance and to support the shift in a relationship between a child and, uh, and a young person as they are developing into the young independent adult that we all strive to support in, in their growth. So I'm really excited for, for your family to have that experience. Thank you. We are too. Wonderful. Uh, any last words? No, I don't think so. Wonderful. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining me and uh, stay tuned for more episodes of the Gap Year podcast. Wasn't it great to hear so many ideas and insight from Mary? She's such a lovely person, and it's so wonderful to hear that she really benefited from the support she received and her boys received from the Canadian Gap Year Association. So if you and your family are in a similar position where you're looking to understand what supports are out there, really starting with the Canadian Gap Year Association is the best place. So I encourage you to book a call and find out what the best solution is for your young person. And you can do that at www.cangap.ca slash call. And for all the parents out there, you guys are doing a wonderful job raising your young people. And young people, you've got some incredible allies in your corner. And don't be afraid to reach out to them to explore the idea of taking a gap year. So until next time, keep on adventuring.